0: Oh, all right, you sloppy little fucks. This week we have an incredible episode for you. It's a wonderful time. It's such a geeky.
2: Oh my God. From season six to All Stars Six as a lip sync assassin, we have Laganja Estranja to talk about drag race, sure, but also all the other amazing stuff she's got going on in her life. This it's was just so. A, a million. T- what? she
0: got a million things going on. I'm excited for her. What? I don't know.
2: You stopped talking when I started. Yeah, I was going to let you finish. Oh, first time. There's always, there's no, a first time no, for
0: everything. No, Read the
2: reviews. You're the one that always cuts me off. So, this, But at least I say, hey, let me cut you off for a second while I say this thing. Hey, Listen, let me cut you off for a second. Listen, this episode is The conversation is incredible. was we, the fantastic. The conversation was fantastic. It just felt like we were hanging out with like an old friend. It felt like we were friend. hanging out with an old friend. <laughs> And honestly, I don't know her that well. But and honestly, I, was, I don't know
0: her that well. But, <laughs> but I, was, I was very proud. I was very proud. Of I her. just feel
2: proud of like what, everything she's doing in her life. An inspirational episode right here, and a lot of good Jesse J chat. So many bobs <laughs> forever. Ah! When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you <laughs> end up with a sloppy second.
0: Call oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppy seconds spot at gva.com Now on with the show. Are you ready for some Sloppy Seconds, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks? Hope we're all keeping our boochie cats clean. I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper, and welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball, the official boochie cat podcast.
2: (laughs) I couldn't be more ready for today's episode. I couldn't either. so excited. This is someone we've wanted to have on the show forever, (laughs) and we are very excited to introduce into your ears the... Yes, God, the house down, the iconic, she's the moment. Let's get physical. It's Laganja Estranja. Yeah. Yes, God, honey.
1: How are oh you? Oh, wow. I have to wow. ask so you, did you guys start Bucci Cat? No. Okay, because I just heard this word recently when I was in <laughs> Grand Rapids. There was a queen by the name of Chanel Hunter. Shout out to Chanel. Loved Hi, her. Chanel. And she was obsessed with this word, and she kept saying it. And I was like, I've never heard this. So it means your butt, right? I yeah, think it well means, it your means booty whatever,
2: hole. yeah, whatever you refer to as or whatever hole you want to call your booty cat. Right, my man. For me, it's my mouth and my throat. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't know Dippers only oral. <sighs> not only oral, but it does mean when I do fuck, it is quite the event because it means you know, it's like when you get to the big boss in the video game.
1: I get yeah. it. Trust me. Uh, these <laughs> days, I'm like, bitch. I have to not eat and clean the booty hole for you. I'm going to need you to come correct.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we had someone write in with um some screenshots from a hookup app uh and the sniffies uh, sniffies if you're familiar and boochie i'm not (laughs) okay work and boochie cat was like a like used in abundance it was like bring me your boochie cat i'm interested in that boochie cat like but is this
1: a new word or has she always existed and i'm just learning i think
2: like most slang it's like it's been a thing and then it wasn't and now it is a thing and it just like makes its way through the world in different communities
0: it is new to me for sure yes um But wait, 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 wait. So we mentioned a hookup app. But whoa, whoa, whoa. We
1: mentioned a hookup app and you said absolutely not. Are you not on any apps? I'm currently not, gal. You know, I've had a uh, up and down relationship with Grindr. I've used her many a year, deleted her many more. And, you know, I'll be honest, when I first came out. She used you back. Oh, she (laughs) did. She did. Uh, When I first came out as trans, you know, I was super excited to download Grinder again to change my profile to who I really am. And I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of fun in the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, mm-hmm. what I realized, at least on Grindr, is that most of those men, in my opinion, were closeted gay men. And that's the real reason, you know, they were with someone like myself. And so I have chosen to get off of Grindr because that's absolutely not what I want. In fact, I... Did not come out so that I could be with closeted people. That's the last thing I want. <laughs>
2: right.
1: So, um, yeah, I I've, I've just feel like for me, you know, a hookup app is very difficult as someone who identifies as trans. And, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that's going to change. In fact, my best friend is working on an app right now that is specifically for trans and non-binary individuals, which I, I know if he doesn't do it, somebody will. Right. And I'm ready for that because, uh, yeah, I just have found it hard to be myself on these online platforms and find someone who's genuinely attracted to a trans woman.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And and
0: before you came out as trans, do you feel like it was also hard being a TV
1: star on an app like that? No, I really didn't. In fact, I felt like most people didn't know who I was. You know, I really did keep my drag life separate from my hookup life. So nine times out of ten, they had no idea you know, that I was Laganja. I mean, the kind of men I'm into, they're not watching Drag Race. So, uh, you know, uh,
2: yeah. So I I never really had... stupid and dumb. No, I'm just kidding. Well,
1: (laughs) I just never really had an issue, you know, and I will admit when I went on Grindr recently, when I came out, I did actually use it for promotion too, because I realized like when I'm in a new city, if it's a picture of Laganja, people will totally come to my show.
2: So I I liked
1: that aspect of it, but I just think for, yeah, my real life, I want to meet someone now who knows exactly who I am. And I think before I I did, I wanted to keep it separate and I, I didn't want to like blur those lines. But now because I've blurred those lines and I'm living in my truth, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, I want someone who knows exactly what I, I do and is proud of that. You know, right. because I think I'm quite the arm candy and I don't want to have to Word. be ashamed of that.
2: And Absolutely. I mean I'm speaking a little out of my own experience but also you want to you want to be with someone who knows exactly who they are as well and you know in this world um having like a beautiful trans woman as arm candy and and being proud of their partner they have to know exactly who they are and what they want exactly right
1: exactly and i just feel like most of the men that are on grinder who are going after trans women it's either something like i said where they can't really admit to themselves who they really are or Mm. it's someone who's fetishizing fetishizing fetishizing. girl i
2: wish i could say it too i just said that alfredo
1: I wish they were fed a treating alfredo because That sounds delicious. Now that I'd actually be down for.
2: Wait, okay,
1: so you um... Give me that natural white cream sauce, mama. <laughs> <laughs> huh? See, I do. This is why I was so is, excited I'm to have, so excited, oh gosh, excited that you're show. here. So Oh, um, Mama, I just did a podcast with Nicole Byer, and the title of the episode was Sucking Dick in the Locker Room. So you already goes. know no, I'm I here to spill to all the tea. Did you? so yeah, stupid. Well, I, I, find I hope my mother to... did not listen to it. You were using
0: yep. a lot of language in there that was new and fresh <laughs> to me. Was it Bucci Cap? No, it was Pussy <laughs> Stick. I think it was. <gasps> oh, you like the pussy wait, stick. Wait.
2: Pussy <laughs> stick is incredible. It. So,
1: yeah, I actually learned this from one of my drag sisters. She was, I believe, in Canada's drag race, Iona. So I she, know really. yes, I got to work at a gig with her. We totally connected. She also identifies as trans and I believe non-binary oh, too. I didn't know yes. that. Um, But yeah, so she was telling me about her girlfriends that that is what they refer to their lady bits as 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 their pussy stick. And I just love <gasps> it. I think that's such a great word. That
2: is so good. That's incredible. Mama, so- all the
1: men's want to suck the pussy stick. Get into what? it it's what? 2021 honey <laughs> she said
2: 2021 yeah this year has been very eventful and huge for you um let i mean let's talk about it you were I think one of the biggest events of All-Stars 6 when Absolutely. you return as your Lip Sync Assassin self. Absolutely. I
1: think you're looking for the winner of All-Stars 6, but Where? yes. <laughs> no, shout out to Kylie Sonique. I, sorry, spoiler alert, if those have
2: uh, no, they some not watched it. No, I am
1: no. so, so grateful, truly. I only say that out of jest because Kylie really did deserve it. And I'm so happy to see, you know, a trans sister finally... Get some recognition in the, this uh, mm. room up in here. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Right. But thank you. I did love going back to the show. I'm so beyond grateful how it really kind of uh, put me back on the map. I mean, I like to think that I was never off the map, but the yeah. truth is, the truth is I was. I mean, you know, it's been over 10 years now and the generation that watches drag race is a lot younger and girl, they don't even know what logo is. So to yeah. so be able to go on <laughs> the do show, we. do you know, don't do you, you say that logo right is?
0: Now? is it a channel? Yes,
1: I do. Is how it dare a channel? you? I don't know, but what? it is something <laughs> and it exists. And how dare you say that about what
2: I came out on? <laughs> no, <laughs> It is something. We all know it's something. I was like, is it an Instagram page? Like, no, is it it's still a, a TV? I think channels? it's an online Website. platform. I think an it's an online, online platform. Okay. That's the best definition we've heard. An online platform.
0: Okay, my question for you is going back to Drag Race. Were you like hesitant? Were you scared? Because, uh, of course, on season six... Everybody knows it was a rough period for you, but we all know why. They weren't letting you medicate. They were kind of hyping you up and they were, or not hyping you up, but they were like no, they messing were. with you a little
1: bit. They hyped me up. Yeah. They didn't, yeah. mess, with they me. they didn't mess with me. They didn't mess with me. They hyped me. Lighter. They were giving it They said, it to say that. Oh, could it
0: one more time? I said, okay. They produced you. They produced you to be something. But were you nervous that something like that was going to happen again? Did you just go in knowing like, hey, I'm going to do the best I can? Like, what was that experience like?
1: I definitely was nervous. Um, you know, I've had a lot of reservations about going back. People always ask me, will you do All-Stars? Will you do All-Stars? And, you know, my answer has changed depending on the interview and how much weed I've smoked. Um, but <laughs> it usually that. it usually was no um, because, yeah, it was such a stressful situation for me the first go around. But with this one, I felt a little differently because I knew it was really going to be based on my talent.
2: Right. And if there's
1: anything that I do have real confidence in, confidence in it's the fact that I am talented and I I do have the gift of performance and so to be very frank I knew whoever I was up against had no chance because I was going in there to (laughs) annihilate to annihilate baby so you know once I did my first trick and I saw everyone gag when I entered from the ceiling I knew that you know this was my my game to win baby and sorry Miss Trinity but you ain't going home with no money on tonight Uh,
0: but I a little upsetting that you didn't get to go. Yeah, that's the, the biggest... I'm I like, get it. they brought you all the way out here. You, I watched the video of you preparing to go back Me to too. Drag Race, which is so incredible. It, listeners, if you haven't watched it, go to Laganja's Instagram, watch YouTube. the video of her prep, or yeah, her YouTube. Watch the video of her prep. It goes all the way from like her basically getting the call to getting the outfit made step-by-step, step, shopping for the fabric, rehearsing in it. It's incredible the work that you put into that. If
2: yeah, you have I- ever doubted how much work goes into being the caliber of entertainer that Laganja is, watch this video. Because its it just shows you, and at every single moment you're going, oh, well, I'll bring three wigs. I have a human hair wig yep. shipped from Australia that yep. I don't even end up wearing on the show, but I have it. wasn't it your travel that was your travel travel bob it's what you showed up in Yes, I, sh-
1: I made sure to get the wig in there because I was so lucky that Mikey uh, from Australia, an incredible wig artist, You know, he did make me one of the wigs that unfortunately, once the outfit was made, it just to me didn't go perfectly. So right. I of course wanted it to wear it in my entrance because he had put so much work and you see that in my video. I think he spent like 12 hours just Ugh. making that one wig. So Jeez. that is why I did the behind the scenes is because when people are always like, well, why don't you go to All Stars? It's like, well, just look at how much work I put into one episode to one right. number i mean they're asking now for you know 22 looks girls are spinning up to 25k and i'm sorry if i'm gonna invest that much money it's gonna be into weed mama where i will see some Word. roi okay honey i'm all about that roi <laughs> well
2: people so, do you know what roi means
1: no i don't what i was gonna really, well, really? I was gonna, what is ROI?
0: Uh, return
1: R- of investment
0: there you go Oh well I see you see, with my
1: drag I've never seen any of that. So <laughs> Well right <laughs> Mama, I'm I'm used to that too, but you know, I gotta say I am so grateful. I spent twenty three hundred dollars on the outfit and the hair, which during the pandemic That's was crazy. a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm so grateful because I literally made that back the day my episode premiered from my merch. And my merch has never, ever made a profit. I've always broken even. I just do merch because I love it and I'm passionate about it. Right. But so finally, you know, make back that money I spent it was just like it just felt so amazing, and now I'm traveling, you know, the U S. again on my physical tour, and yes. this outfit, this outfit is making her money back night after night, and, and that, everyone
2: wants to, know, I got really to see
0: it. Everyone wants to see it. I got to see it. You've got mail. Yes. Which was incredible. Also, speaking of getting a return on investment, it seems like you're just making a lot of returns. You're just getting a lot of money because you're sponsored by how many companies? I know there's a weed company. There's a weed uh, butter making machine company. You are sponsored by McDonald's and they did sponsor the dressing room that night. They brought about a uh, hundred chicken sandwiches.
2: Not that shit-eating grin, Legado, on your face, <laughs> sitting there nodding as B-ball's listing. I of these love
1: companies. it, Mama. Keep <laughs> it going. You know, um, I worked very, so very the hard. You were up in
0: Times Square, and then you showed up in Times Square to take a picture in front of it. You looked gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. What is it like just being like just collecting money? Please, I need to know. <laughs>
1: Well, I will tell you this, this is the first year in my life at 32 years young that I have a savings account, which I'm very, very proud of, you know, since season six, I have not been responsible with my money at all. I, you know, have poured every ounce that I've made right back into drag costumes and wigs and gigs and you know, for a long period of my life, I was abusing alcohol and that was where a lot of my money went. And then, you know, after that, it was like, I chose something else to be obsessed with, like getting my nails done, which let me tell you, that's $200 every week. And so there is a lot of money coming in, but I think to make money, you got to spend money. And so Mm -hmm. while I do have a savings, I have continued to spend all the money that I am making because I'm very much of the vein of Lady Gaga. It's like, you got to put back in, to Mm -hmm. your work in order to keep it growing. But I made sure this year to have a chunk of change. I really want to, I mean, this is such a crazy dream, but I really want to get a house out here in LA. I'm tired Uh, of throwing thousands of dollars away every month. I feel like it's so irresponsible. And so I really, by the time of my lease is up in June of next year, I want to be able to, you know, even if it's a small house in Woodland Hills, like whatever, I just want to be able to, afford something. And yes. I feel like I got to have a savings for that. So it, it feels great. I think it sometimes feels sort of like Spider-Man, you know, I don't know the exact quote, but it's like the more responsibility, the more, or the more power you get, the more responsibility you have. It's something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. Uncle and Bean that's great. That, comes, comes great responsibility. responsibility. So yeah, with, Uncle with, Bean. with a Uncle flow Bean. of money comes a great like need <laughs> yes. to figure out how to filter that money to grow it a, and also to, you know, I, I guess flourish from it, and so mm-hmm. I'm new at this. You know, I don't know much about taxes. I have a tax guy, thank God, and yeah, it's like I just did this go. I didn't do it. yuha my incredible sister from RuPaul's Drag Race season uh, oh,
2: right. started a
1: GoFundMe <laughs> for me, and under 48 hours raised like twenty five thousand dollars. So like, I had to reach yes. out to my tax guy to be like, how do I do this? What do yeah. I do? Because I'm not used to. Do you have to tax that? that? I thought that's considered a gift. I think, unfortunately, through GoFundMe, it will be taxed. But it's going to be taxed in Yuha's name because she started it. So that's why (gasps) I was like, well, I want to find out how much, obviously, to be able to pay pay that back. And so there's a lot of things that come with earning more money. Um, And honestly, I... I am obsessed with being rich I'm not gonna lie it's it's an unfortunate thing about me I feel but it also is what motivates me and keeps me going because I really want like an infinity pool in Malibu overlooking the ocean with a back cabana so that when my parents are just you know too old that I can retire them there and have a full you know 24 hour staff that can take care of them and cook for them Go so the
2: fuck? Oh, So if you really perfect. want
1: that you gotta work really hard and you gotta save your money and that's yeah. where I'm finally at in my life at 32 and yes I get Versace here and there for myself, but most of it's fake. I mean, to be real, to be real what truthful, about, like
0: What about that laser cut sign behind you?
1: Uh, it's fake for sure. It's <gasps> gorgeous. It's uh metal and it came from Australia. It cost $800, very expensive, but I've had it in my house now for 5 years, so I feel like it's paid itself off and it brings me you know an intense amount of joy when i come home and i see it every day so that's why i say sometimes you still gotta splurge because if i died tomorrow and i had all these savings well, well what was the point of that yeah so get get it's, it it's that you. healthy balance you know yeah. it's a yeah. healthy balance
2: but okay so before we're gonna take a break here but you did you did recently purchase some real versace correct a necklace Oh, I've I've purchased several items as of recent. Oh, okay, several. I saw on your Instagram story, maybe like a week ago or something, you were sort of posting about, here's the old Versace I always used to wear, and I'm still going to wear it, but this one is the real deal.
1: Yes, and that was such a moment for me. I have worn this fake Versace necklace now for... I don't know, probably since I started drag and to yeah. finally be able to get the real deal. Now, mind you, it was at the outlet and I got her for 400 bucks. So Who cares? It's real. It's, it's
2: still real and it, it was still... It came from the store, girl. Donatella, look yes, and signed off. And you fucking it and you worked And I paid it. for
1: it by falling on my back and being the whore that I am.
2: So yep. I love that. I love that. I, I love that. Let's take a quick break. off your next box that's code sloppy seconds 50 at factor com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active that's a sleigh baby
1: Back, 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 back again. That yes. rolls. Giving them a dose you, you ever... of
2: what's happening. Sorry, go ahead, Meepal. I'm just quoting lyrics here.
0: Have you ever heard of
2: the musical Wicked?
1: <laughs> girl, are you gay? What are you talking about? <laughs> I am yeah. gay. Yeah, I heard about Wicked. I've seen it she, many times. Are you,
2: I, oh, said, are you girl, gay? are you
1: gay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, did you, were you uh, pretending to be in Wicked when you were at Cal Arts? Um, well, I smoked enough,
1: I smoked enough marijuana, I should have turned green, I can tell you that much. (laughs) Can you give me
0: just one quick, real quick, before we move on with
1: the interview, can you give me the, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, oh, no, I can't. So Freshly so medicating, so no, Mama. That I was about to say, the liquor and the uh, cigarette or the weed over here did not help. That no. Wow, well, <laughs> there, there you go. Is. There it is. But okay. did you did you see? I think you posted yes. it and you said no about Miss Demi. Ms. Jessie, no, Jesse J. Jesse J. You weren't no, feeling you. her. Do you, as someone with a severe Bob, do you like her? <laughs> I do. I love Jesse J. I'm all about put your hands on me, baby. I feel her.
0: I feel her. I think she's a great pop artist, but there's something very, like, I listen to this podcast called Who Them, and it's, they talk about, like, celebrities being thems or who's. Like, when you ask, like, oh, that person, I know them, or, like, who are you talking about? And she has very who behavior. <laughs> she has Christ. very, like, goes on reality tv even though she's already like a multi-million dollar recording artist.
2: Yeah, wait, didn't you say that she went on a, a Chinese competition? She did, she went on a Chinese singing competition. As and a she contestant. Won. As a contestant. She
0: won, no one knows about it. That's hooey behavior. You would not see <laughs> Britney Spears doing that. You would not see Ariana Grande going onto a Chinese reality TV show. I think I exude Hui behavior then.
2: <laughs> I no, you to de- say, no, you're you. a demi of the,
0: gay, of the gay community. You're demi. Like when people talk about
2: Leganda, they okay. no brings your name up and they go, Who? But Everyone girl, I, I definitely, definitely
1: would go and do a reality show in China just to up the Chinese market mob. So that's, I feel
0: that see, for that's her. smart. You're that's working smart. on your ROI. You
2: would,
1: you would change the game.
0: And you've done a lot of,
1: you did America's Got Talent. I did. Back with Alyssa, we did that, yes. I did So You Think think Can Dance for two years, which was an amazing experience. Uh, Most recently, I was on Chopped 420, which was obviously a dream come true. I was the guest judge and got to eat infused, infused, I couldn't even say the word, infused foods and judge, you know, on my basis of taste and texture and all those things next to Michelin star chefs. So that was definitely a really cool, like, thing to work on. Wait, but were they, was there actual real weed in the food? Yeah, it was actually infused, but it but was we're... all it was all micro dosed. So like yeah. each dish had like three to five milligrams. So we didn't. really Oh, that's get not high. gonna do anything. No, no.
2: We were taking dabs in the breaks for sure. Oh, speaking oh. of dabs, let's talk about your little puppy dabbers. Uh, where
1: is she, Dabbies? Oh, she's outside in the sun. She's like, yeah, I'm feeling it out there. She's when did doing... you
2: get your puppy?
1: So she's now five years old. <gasps> She's literally the love of my life. I, it's crazier the older I get, the more like when I'm away from her, I miss her, which I think that's like maybe normal as a parent because I really do view her as my child. Uh-huh. And so like, yeah, just recently my flight got delayed and so I had to spend like an extra day in Grand Rapids and the whole time I just kept thinking about like, oh, I just really wanted to cuddle with Dabbers tonight.
2: Oh. So yeah,
1: I've t- I'm like totally in love with her. I think, you know, being home so much during Corona, it brought us like really close together and I mean, she's always been a cuddler, but like during Corona, usually even on these Zooms, like she's in my lap. So I've just yeah, I've gotten really attached and poor thing. She had to have a bunch of teeth removed recently because I was not a good mother and did not get her teeth cleaned regularly. So to anyone listening, if they have a pet out there, get your animals cleaned once a year. Their mouth. Don't go. Don't think you can skip one year. I skipped one year. It was two years. And I mean, they had to remove. I don't even want to say how many teeth, but they had to remove a lot of teeth. And it was really, mm. I felt like the worst mother, but she's oh. totally fine and <laughs> yeah, she's all course. good. Sure she but care. like my friend had that happen to his dog, and his, her, his dog's tongue literally hangs out its mouth, which is so cute. <gasps> I love it. But also, that. like, you kind of feel sad. There's it. no teeth to stop it. <laughs> Right. So when they told me they were gonna to have to remove teeth, I was just like, oh my god, please tell me your tongue's not gonna to hang out. And they were like, No, not that many, girl. I was like, okay. Oh but yeah, she's she's amazing. She's totally my support animal for sure.
2: I know we already covered Drag Race. I do just have one more question, or I guess it's oh. a two-part question. But I know they're making a TV show, and I know only like the cast members are allowed to win money. But girl, I feel like the general consensus is, what the fuck? Why don't the lip sync lip assassins get to win the money? Like it should be up for the battle. because yeah, if the company the is going to
0: donate the amount of money, it's like what? So it just goes straight into production, like the production. No, gets to remember keep it win? gets
2: tied over into next week, so the right. next girl could oh, win right. even more. Because like when Ginger Ginger won and it had gone over three times, she won thirty thousand dollars, and then the girls who come through but to like But she was spend... nice. She gave the other girls $2,000. But that doesn't mean shit. When the person who wins the actual lipstick, they win the honor of revealing who the other people voted for. To me, it's like, they got to figure out a way. I get why they have to do it. And I think it has to do with like gaming and like all of these different things. Exactly. Like, there's legalities around Correct. it. But I just feel, there's part of me as the viewer, I'm just like, fuck it, girl. The one who wins should get the fucking money. Well, all
1: I I can say for real is that I truly won in that moment and the money has come, even though it wasn't given to me right there. And more importantly, you know, like I said, it it really kind of has revived my career in such a special way because it's what I've been doing my whole career. I've been jumping off platforms no -hmm. matter if it was at Hamburger Mary's or in front of a stadium of 3000. And so it just felt really like, validating, you know, to have people see me and go, wow, she's really fierce. And that, to me, is just so much more priceless than money or Instagram followers or any of the other things that I have gained from that. Like, truly, just being able to be seen as the artist that I am, I think that's what we all really want. I mean, money's Mm -hmm. great, don't get me wrong, but having people say, you know, you're so talented, you inspired me, I watch this lip sync daily now. I mean, I can't tell you the incredible things people have said just because of that five minutes and and that God. makes me feel really proud too. Cause I went back and did all stars my way. I mean, I made them do that entrance for me. I told them, I was like, you I said, know the baby, girls
2: baby, uh, come get this letter.
1: <laughs> I sure did. I was like, I know the girls don't have lines and it's not a thing, but remember, you know, no one really, did, in my opinion, no one really did entrances in the workroom every day. Like I did. No, until you invented I did the entrance. You so why I was like, so let me, let me invent the reveal of the elliptic assassin. I'm going to change that up too. And yes. to have world of wonder, you know, Really have my back in that moment, because I'll be honest, they put the platform on the left side, and I'm a right and I'm a left splitter. So I uh-huh. had to have them like drill and move the platform to the other side so that I could perform it properly. so they they did. and it was just so amazing to really have World of Wonders support. And you know, we've had a very in-depth conversation about how I feel about the show because I think they, of course, thought I had mixed feelings since I've never wanted to return as a competitor. Right. And I think this was also a very healing thing for us as a relationship, you know, me and world of wonder. Cause this yeah. showed them that I am very dedicated to the brand. I'm very grateful for the brand. I would not be here today if it wasn't for them. However, I also really care about my mental health. Mm, and I work. know for me that what I survived can really only be survived once. And to throw myself back in that shark tank so that I could, you know, progress my career or give people what they want. It's just, just not worth it to me. Me going asleep at night, knowing that I'm happy and healthy is so, it's worth so much more. And I think now World of Wonder really gets that. And so I'm hopeful that they'll continue to bring me in in other creative ways. You know, I really want to be a choreographer for the show.
2: Yes, oh my God, yes. That it would, be... would be stunty. And today you'll be rehearsing with all-star choreographer, Laganja Stranja. I can't tell you who I'm
1: working with right now, but I can tell you she's one of the top 10 drag race girls from RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> Jam. And she is doing so amazing. She literally had me choreograph the video from start to finish, a la Single Ladies. Uh Uh-huh. So when I tell you she's fucking dancing, like, she is dancing. And I... It's just been, like, one of the best jobs of my life to not only be hired by a sister, but to really do what it is I love. And, like, when we first started the rehearsal, I could tell she was just like, Ganja, this is hard. Like, you're gonna have to, like... You know, simplify it, and I was like, "No, I don't." Like, you're gonna get this, and then like today, I saw her, and I was just like, "You don't even understand." Like, I was like, "The world is gonna gag when they see you do this." Like, oh my god, it, it's really, really cool. So I'm, I'm very excited because I also feel like this is gonna be my next way into the choreographers' world. Yeah, because it's very difficult. Who you know? is it? Me? I can't tell don't you be yet. Messy like that, I signed an NDA. I can mouth it so you two know, but the audience won't know. Okay. Oh, the girl. Can you
2: tell what I'm saying? Silky yeah. ganache.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs>
2: it's she's doing choreo now. Yeah, she's both here in LA doing rehearsals and currently competing in Miss Continental. All wow, in the same wow, wow! What Down. An amazing thing that's Down. Amazing. Wait, 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 wait! And th- this is my final Drag Race question because I can tell Meatball wants to move on. Um, <laughs> I'm just like it, it. It really warmed my heart the whole experience and the way you talk about it, and it. You know, there is there is a thing, like, with with uh, Kylie winning the crown, It what moved me the most about how they edited that package together is she says, I went home fourth 11 years ago, mm-hmm. and this has sort of stuck with me for so long. And it seemed like for her, it was all about timing. You know what I mean? It just felt like... So my question to you is, do you think, had you gone back... All-Stars 2 to Lip Assassin or All-Stars 3 or 4? Like, do you think it all sort of lined up in this moment in 2021 with your personal journey, with your career, that it all just sort of happened in this timing moment and that's why things are just vibing so well for you right now?
1: I do. I, I believe everything happens for a reason. Life happens not the way you want it to, but the way it's supposed to. I'm like mm-hmm. a firm, firm believer in that. And, you know, I think even... Though I saw the all-star, uh, you know, assassins and was like, well, why aren't they picking me? And why am I not getting a chance to do that? I'm glad because to me, you know, season six, all-star six, and now I just need one more six in there and we're complete.
2: And the Satan will ah, be ready for Satan you will be down in hell. Yeah,
1: We're going down to Georgia, honey.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Um, meatball, do you like queso?
0: Mm. I do like a queso. Are you a queso doll? Mama, cheese is a choice, and I choose? Yes, God! Yes! Now, do you get the munchies?
1: I know you like to smoke weed, but are you a munchies doll? Girl, I am the worst. I literally have a <laughs> bedside table full of sour candy and chocolates, and and I, uh, this is so embarrassing, but it's the truth. I sometimes will wake up in the middle of the night, I will drink grape soda, eat that candy, and go right back to bed. <sighs>
2: Do you, Wait, have sugar you love
1: sweets? <laughs> I don't. I love sweets, but I love spicy, I love acidic. I just love food. I think I love sex, but if someone was like you can only have sex or food, I would choose food cuz I just I don't know, food to me is so amazing. There's nothing like smoking a joint and eating a fucking bowl of queso. Like I Oof, if literally so if there was like a hard cock or soft flour tortillas and queso, I would choose queso. <laughs> I would I think I would, too. If Especially if it was the Chili's queso that comes in the skillet when they drop it off at the table. So I'm going to give you the best. This is how you make it. You're going to gag. It's okay. literally because I'm from Dallas, Texas, where Chili's was um originally born. Shout out to my sponsor, Chili's. Love okay. them forever.
2: Work.
1: Uh, literally have a doormat that says, hi, welcome to La when you get to my house <laughs> from Chili's. Um, they Sponsored by Chili's
0: as well. Isn't opinion. that a conflict of
1: interest with McDonald's? girl. Oh.
0: No once fast, once fast food, one's fast. One's fast food. Once fast and casual. quick
1: dining. Yeah, quick dining. Quick dining. Fast fast that's what I like to call her. Fast yeah, casual. Yeah. Um, but no, like, so all that queso is swear to God is Velveeta, and Hormel chili with no beans. You mix those two things together, put it in a skillet. My God, you'll feel like you're at Chili's.
2: Wow. And I if you want to know can the I on the
1: border queso recipe, it's Velveeta cheese,
2: uh-huh.
1: um, a can of Rotel. Uh-huh. And then the quesadilla white cheese—you gotta put a little bit of that in there. That's what they do it on the border. I've researched how all the restaurants make their queso because I'm literally—I'm a queso whore. Like I love queso, I love it.
2: What did you just post? Did you just recently join the queso club?
1: Yes, Mary. What is so, the queso okay, club? I gag. Not a so, box. Girl, you're gonna gag. It's right now. It's going on it on the border now. They don't sponsor me yet, but they will. <laughs> um and what it is is you get a bowl of queso you pay a dollar and then for the rest of this year every time you go into on the border you get a free bowl of queso now i didn't believe it so i joined it and the very next day i went back mama it works i got
2: free queso I got to go. Sure did. Now, where is on the we border? We don't have
1: on the border oh. out here. It
2: sucks. We but used you're to... a traveling doll, so you'll get to experience on the border wherever exactly. you
1: go. Exactly. But we mm. used to have one out here in Simi Valley, and it closed. And it was such a depressing day. I'll never forget. I think I might have even shed a tear. Like, truly.
2: Wait, ah. wait and you would drive to Simi
1: Valley for some queso? Mama, I drive to Encino for chilies. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, I, I'll go I, You for know, my I food. just did
0: that the other day. I was like, you know,
1: I could really, like, go for some chilies.
0: Because it's not something you think about, and I looked it up. There's no chilies in LA. I'm sorry. Did you say it's not
1: something you think about? <laughs> Maybe no. you well, don't I... think about it, meatball. I dream of chilies. Okay, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back chilies, baby back ribs
0: <laughs> and barbecue sauce. Baby back ribs, barbecue sauce. Sound. Oh my gosh.
1: I think about her a lot.
0: Wait, no. so I forgot that you are truly from like you're texas through and through you're from dallas i'm a houston baby Baba, i
1: walk around barefoot boots i am so country <laughs> backwoods you have well, no there's a lot idea. of glitter on the bottom of them feet
2: well <laughs> get into it, it, get it? <laughs> she's sparkly shiny
1: they may be dirty but they still shiny
0: when <laughs> what do, do you still have love for dallas or were you when you left because
1: um, when i left houston i was like i have to get
0: out of this hellhole no offense to you. Right, Houston. well,
1: Houston's so humid. I don't blame you. Yeah. Oh, she's, but the food there. Ooh, oh, Miss Houston throws do down right. in Top the pastitos. kitchen. Ugh. Oh, she throws down in the kitchen. Um, So my feelings about Dallas have shifted, I'll be honest, because Dallas has become so metropolitan and so like it wants to be L.A. So I'm like, well, why would I leave L.A. to go live in like a – cheaper, but still as expensive version of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of a little sad. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for Dallas because they are doing so well, but it just doesn't really feel like the place I grew up because where I grew up, you know, people still held, still like open the door for you. And you know, your Starbucks people would talk to you and it's, it's just changing a lot. Dallas in particular now and the outskirts of Texas, still the same, still homegrown. And I love that. But I think Dallas, like I said, they just wanted so bad to be, the next big thing. And, you know, once the reality shows went in there, I just think it really changed the landscape. I mean, I can't even believe like I said, it's the same price as LA now to get a studio mm-hmm. in Dallas. It's like in Whoa. Dallas, you used well, to they... buy a house for under two hundred K, and now oh, it's yeah. like you're lucky if you can get anything for that. And a not like a
0: LA house for oh 200. no, like you a would get big, a mansion yeah, with a pool, a big old granite house.
1: counters. I mean, she was sickening.
0: Yeah, Girl. but you're right. Once you once they started moving in all those home renovation shows, all those like foodie shows. There, um, what is that channel? Anyway, one of HGTV. Those HGTV, I love it. HGTV is like ba- yeah. basically all their shit is based in Dallas now.
1: Well, no, it's based in Waco where my parents live now and that you're thinking of Chip and Joanna Gaines with Magnolia, which I love. I'm a huge fan of HGTV. I really am. So, no, they 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 actually changed the face of Waco for the better, in my opinion, because Waco yeah, was, was real Waco. backwards. It was literally just real like backwards. Baylor and
0: then a bunch of like And backwards. Dr. Pepper.
1: Yeah. And Dr. <laughs> Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. But now uh, Waco, where my parents live, it's actually like a, I love going home. I feel super safe there, just like I did in Dallas. So that's a good thing. I just think Dallas just is trying to be so bougie. And I'm like, I don't like bougie. I like it because it's fun, but I think now that I've lived here in L.A. and have it around me all the time, I'm over it. I'm also, proud you can't to buy be, weed
0: there. Well, it's not hello. like you can buy it. You can have it delivered well, to your hello. door here.
1: Hello. But, yeah, I just that's why I always like to keep that little, like, backwoodsness of me because I think L.A., you know, it just changes people.
2: I feel like I I still, like, I understand inflation as an idea, but I, what is the thing about, like, you know, from the eight like, at 12 or 13, prices of things get sort of, like, ingrained. I know, like, now if I, like, buy a soda and it's more than a dollar, I'm like, more than a dollar? Like, I remember when a can of soda was 75 cents or whatever. Totally. <laughs> and I, 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 I feel you, girl. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a crazy thing, especially when it comes to, like, housing prices. Like, that's so wild.
1: It is so wild. But, you know, I still have many friends... Who live in Dallas and for them, it's helped with their jobs and it's, you know, made their living nicer. And so I do think at the end of the day, it is a good thing. I just am glad I don't live there, if that makes sense.
0: One of my dear, dear friends just moved to Dallas and they're really loving it. So it's like very interesting to hear someone who like moved from L.A. to Dallas, their version. Oh, yeah. Sure. Right. Right how it's going well, there's definitely there's like a full gayborhood there's i was about like a to say there's an amazing
1: gay scene in dallas yeah, for sure Rose and room. i feel really lucky to have grown up in that because you know a lot of places in texas it's not safe to be queer so good for dallas on that did where start was the first place in
0: dallas when did you start yeah where was drag? the first place you performed
1: so i actually started drag in la now i grew up um with Alyssa Edwards, uh-huh. but as Justin Johnson, who was my boss at the dance studio, but towards oh, the last couple of God. years that I was working there, I heard, you know, that he did drag, and so I started kind of getting into it, and then next thing you know, he was on television, and so the whole studio found out, and I remember, you know, Wait, wanting... wait, 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 whoa, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, run that No back.
2: one knew about Alyssa Edwards until Correct. Drag Race? Most did not. Correct. Wow. She kept her life
1: very separate. Very gay. separate. She had to. I mean, right. being a dance teacher in Texas yeah. at that time, they couldn't know that she was flouncing about in dresses. No but, way. Yeah, it's probably bad enough that uh, they're gay. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, when, I, when all that happened, I was moving to college. So, I moved to California in 2007. And... I basically Mm. started exploring drag like at Halloween. I think that's how it happens for a Mm -hmm. lot of girls because it's like the one acceptable time for men to dress as women. And so at Halloween I started doing it. And then, you know, we had these art uh, nightly. We, Oh Lord, I am stoned. We have weekly art parties at my college Cal arts. And they were every Thursday night in the main space. And it was just so cool. Everyone would get together. And so in those Atmospheres, I really started exploring my gender. Now, I definitely used the term drag back then because that's really what it was, but I think that was me actually coming into my femininity and finally feeling comfortable enough to express myself that way Uh, but mm -hmm. I went with Estranja because in the beginning I was so about being strange and being different and being that art kid who wore you know feather green lashes and I don't know I look at some (laughs) of the pictures of me in the beginning and I'm like girl she was a kooky queen Um, but then I naturally discovered like oh I'm actually a beautiful woman and I don't want to wear 301s so you know it's been a a process So
0: what's wrong with a 301
1: uh, they're mannish.
0: <laughs> now, does it cancel at <clears throat> out if I wear
1: if I wear three of them? Um, no, that makes you a big old man. <laughs> uh, no, because at the end of the day, I think Roxy wears like sixteen pairs, and Mama, she's womana. So, no, I, right. I say it in jest, of course. Um, but yeah, you know, so for me, drag the way it really started was by being at art school and I started performing at those galleries and doing things on Thursday night as Laganja. And it just sort of, it was a bug that bit me, you know? And then eventually, um, I would say probably like six months in, I went back to Texas one summer to teach at the studio. And that was when Alyssa really put me in drag for the first time. And I think, and I remember I went to see, uh, true blood. I went to see Uh the, you remember the show? And I dressed kind of like vampire-esque. And yeah, it it was over from then. I think once that happened, I came out here. I found a drag mother in L.A. and she began working with me. Her name was Allie Cat. Shout out to her. Then I had another person, Milena Hideaway, uh, who worked with me as well. And then eventually, you know, I got on the show. And that's when I feel like Alyssa really took over. And that's Mm. when she really, Mm. you know, became my mother. And once I traveled the world with her, you know, that was when I learned the most from her. Because believe it or not, I used to be very scared to talk on a mic. I'm a dancer, so we don't really use our voice to express ourselves. We use movement. So I had to learn how, A, to be comfortable in my skin, and B, how to use that comfortability then to be on a mic. And I'll be honest with you, when I see a good host, it reminds me that even though I've progressed so much, I'm still not that girl. Girl, Like, I'm just not. Like, I would never want to do that.
2: We talk about this all the time because, you know, hosting in a club, hosting a a drag show, being able to, like, bounce jokes and deal with hecklers and move things along, that is a skill. Yeah. You also have to, like, teach the room how to appreciate the drag because people, a lot of people don't know how to tip right. Like, they don't know how to do that interaction that's well weird. and not
1: only that but you have to be funny and you have to be crude but not too crude now because it's cancel culture time so you got to still you know do the right thing and i mean girl it's just so and all the it's straight, straight people are there skill. with
2: their teenage children
1: right right <laughs> no it's such a skill and i really do you know it's like every time i work at executive suites with morgan mcmichaels i'm just like this girl can fucking host i mean yeah, she... she is hysterical and she Shh. keeps it moving and She's just, that's such a skill that, like I said, I look up to girls like her and Alyssa and Shangela who are just so naturally funny and comfortable on a mic. Because that is, yeah, I think it's one of the hardest skills for sure.
2: Yeah. All right. Let's, All right, take, let's a quick take a break.
1: break. No, we're going to take a, hey, we're going to take a break.
2: I'm letting you say it.
0: And then we'll be right back.
2: working on it she's trying wow okay jesse j look out (laughs) she should speaking of she should look out speaking of jesse j on season six speaking of (laughs) you see i'm quick i'm quick now i'm (laughs) quick now mama in addition in addition to you uh both uh having bobs also on season in a season six look that you wore uh you put stones on your lips remember that with the didn't you have oh, like yeah. stones on your lips when you had the like black mohawk? Oh, no, or, like... I think it was black. Oh glitter. god,
1: uh, I think that was my a fish called Laganja moment. Yeah,
2: and in the do it like a dude video, Meatball, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's she a close up of her lips, and she has those stones on her lips. I've always. Uh, notice that about you—something you did ten years ago—that I well, Ma, and she's Jesse
1: J, and I'm Jay. I think there's some connection
2: there. We got there's something happening in the universe here around Laganja and Jesse J. Maybe I'm going to make sure by the end of my video. life.
1: Okay, I'm going to make sure by the end of my life, Meatball doesn't say who.
2: <laughs> You're going to do. You'll choreograph Bang Bang Two. Honey, by uh, the end of her life, she's
1: going to be all over that
2: Boochie cat. Trust. <laughs> All right, it's time for our final segment. This is a segment we like to call "Fuck, Fuck talk. talk." This in is the segment. segment
0: of the show where we uh, talk with our guests about an uncomfortable sexual experience they've had. Maybe a funny one. Maybe, maybe something you could, wild or something hot. crazy. Like for you, I would say, do you have any stories of like when you're on the road and there's like star fuckers, or
1: or hooking up in Vaseline <laughs> Alley? Did you were you ever fun like that? Nope, don't know what that is. But I did just recently see the Dick Docks in P Town. Oh was, yeah, that was fun. What did are you the go Dick down Docks? there? I no, went down I, there during the day. Yeah. Okay. And was there a so lot of action? No, no, day? no, no one was there during the day. She's yeah, definitely the day, a night. It's too
2: visible. She's a nighttime gig. Nighttime activity. Yeah. The Dick Dock is in in Provincetown, underneath one of the bars that has like a big dock. It's sort of a deck that overlooks the water. You go down there, and it's like a cruising area after dark. Trust me, I want to go back...
1: I exactly. <laughs> I want to go back to P Town. It was my first time there. I was less. I was there for less than twenty four hours. I oh my Did a gig with PAX. Shout out to PAX Vapor. Um, oh, and another yeah. sponsorship. Oh, there it is. Um, and <laughs> it was nice. such. I've never been to a place that gay. Truly, like oh, I want to yeah. go back there and create one of these stories so that the next time you have me on the podcast, i will be like, "Well, girl, let me tell you what happened at P Town,
2: girl." Um, it- but. I went to Pete Town for Bear Week, and honestly, I've never seen so many people look like me. Yeah. And there was, like, a collective walking down the street, just the sound of, like... <sighs> 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 like, everyone just sort of breathing heavy, having a good time. What, what, those, what are
0: those
1: machines that, that you
0: have to CPAP. sleep with? CPAP. Yeah, yeah there was a of lot of machines. CPAP rentals
1: that weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, my best friends are bears, so I'm definitely used to the i know exactly what you're talking about that hit home it was a really good it made me tickled inside um but no if i had to say one of my craziest stories um i feel like i don't really get a lot of starfuckers, and when i do they can never get hard so that's sad um because they're just mm. like you know so like i don't know i guess just like in the moment and they just can't believe it and I don't know. It was weird. I think a lot of what I encountered actually had nothing to do with that. It was that I'm a woman and I'm with gay men. And so naturally that isn't going to work. So my craziest story though would be um, when I was in Brazil and we, I was there with Gia Gunn and Katia and all three of us decided, well, actually no, I think Gia stayed back. So it was just me and Katia and we went to like a bathhouse, which Uh I'd never been to. And I... What city were you in? In Brazil. We were in Rio. Oh, okay. And I, at that time, was definitely more prude than I am now. And I'm not prude. I'm very openly sexual. Check out my music video, Daddy. I love sex. But Mm. I am very much a slut for one person kind of vibe. Sure. So the idea of you know being an open at that time, especially, it really freaked me out. So Katia and I went. And we... Get there and I freak out. Like, I'm just like, Katya, I cannot do this. Like, I am, I'm freaking out. And she was like, Well, just get a massage. And I'm like, Well, is it going to be a naughty massage? And she's like, No, girl, it's like a real massage. I was like, Okay, fine, I'll do that. (laughs) So, girl, I wait downstairs because I'm too scared to go up with Miss Katya for my massage. And they get me all ready. I'm ready for the massage. They take me into the room. When I walk in the room, I tell you there's one of those middle school gymnastic mats on the floor. <gasps> I said, Oh, oh no. I said, This is not going to be a regular massage. But at that point, I was already just like lubed up and ready to go. And I was just like, Fuck it. We're here <laughs> to have an experience. Like, I'm going to do it. In walks the most gorgeous, beefy man I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And I. I just freaked out in the moment, and I start trying to start to talk to him to be like, I don't want anything sexual, like just give me a massage, like. And he doesn't understand me, so I pull out the phone. I get Google Translate. <laughs> like I am really trying. To You're like man. this
2: Google Translate. This boochie cat is not for you. Yes. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, things got lost in translation
1: and I absolutely ended up having a very special massage and I did not regret it. It was actually okay, really fun. God. I loved it. I was very nervous that the mat, the gymnastics mat had maybe not been COVID protocolled. I was sure. very nervous about what I was laying on. But besides that, you know, it was an experience I'll never forget. And it was so freeing because it also taught me like, you are such a prude and like you need to stop. And like, as long as you're safe, there's nothing wrong with exploring sexuality, uh, in an open setting like that. And, you know, I since then have been to other bathhouses and have had those experiences. It's not something that, especially as a trans woman, I wish to have now, right. but I am grateful mm-hmm. that I had friends that pushed me and that I did go out of my comfort zone because I think the only way to, truly have amazing sex is to try everything. I, I always say Word. you know, now I'm not going to try knife play or shit play, but pretty <laughs> but much you're not every, a shit girl. No, nah, I'm not a shit girl. I might shit you on know, there's you. There's a lot of those shit but, girls in LA. Oh, I know. And they're making coins. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, for me I do really believe in like not knocking something until you try it but also knowing your limitations, you know? So mm, it, it's it's all about a healthy balance. And like I said, for one person girl, I'm going to be the kinkiest thing ever. But I just, the open relationships, the hooking up with randoms, been there, done that. I'm good. I'm moving forward in my life for what I want.
2: I love that. That's great. That's so fun. I, uh, Meatball, I did go to the beach yesterday. You went to the beach without me? Well, you weren't coming with me to this beach. You went to the beach? Was Each, it the nude beach? Wait, which beach? And...
0: You went to Black's Beach? Yeah. You went to I San got, Diego?
2: And then I got cruised on the beach. And then no. the, the young gentleman, uh, uh, he looked at me from afar and smiled. And then I looked back and he had taken his shirt off. And then... I looked back again, and he was grabbing his dick and shaking it at me because it, in that period of time, had gotten hard after I <gasps> walked by him. Oh! Ah. And then I walked up to him, and I, you know, said, "Hey, how you doing?" He said, "Good." And then he grabbed his dick again, and he said, "What are you going to do about this?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know. Do you want to go up into the bushes?" He was like, "I've never been here before, so you have to show me how to do it." And I kind of got freaked out that he was a cop because normally. Those interactions happen non verbally, and Mm -hmm. you don't have to instruct someone on where to go.
1: I know. I was like, I can't believe there was a hi, how are you? Usually it's talking to mouth.
2: Well, it's because we weren't in the area. Like, we weren't over in, we were like down on the beach. Like, there were so many people around, and it was obviously. You were down on the beach, each. The nude beach, but I was like in the water. I was like wading in the water. And so we went up there and I was like, he's too young and like he's like blushing. I was like, this is gonna be fine. And I sucked his dick in the bushes. Love that. Isn't that fun? Good and for then you. And what did you get? Followed me back yeah. down and he asked me, Are you spoken for? And I oh. said, um, if I were not single, I still wouldn't be spoken for because that's oh. not how I do my life. And he was like Oh, oh okay and then he said can i join you and i was like you want to sit next to me while i pack up my things to go he was really tra- he was like do you want to hang out later oh i was no. like baby i came to the beach to relax for a little bit and then um, blow my load and long... get home
0: right. how far from la is that that beach that's like an hour I and, drove and a half down drive. for the
2: day i spent like eight hours in san diego it is, it is a long day. I was going to maybe spend the night, but I drove down to the beach because that beach is... Once you suck that dick, you're like, there's nothing left for me here. I can go home. No. Well, I had to come home at work. Mm. Period. Business. P- period. period. ROI, diva. ROI. Um, And Meatball doesn't have sex. So, we're going to wrap Oh, my up. God. You're uh, no, kidding, just kidding me. No, no she I does, do. but she's but been like in a monogamous boyfriend, relationship for And it's like, what are we going to so. talk
0: about? The, the sex that we have?
1: Yeah, is it nice? Do you keep finding yeah, creative great. ways to keep we, it alive? We
0: actually almost the other day almost went into because we, we, our goal is to like have
2: sex in public. Yeah, they right. like to edge that public play, but, but like I love Oftentimes when, play. They, every every time when happens, they're on a trail hiking, then a group of Boy Scouts will come around the corner,
0: right? Like the weird shit always happens. So we're like, maybe it's just not it. And then we were going to try it the other day. And then I was like, oh no, it's Labor Day weekend. Like every park is going to be. Full, 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 full of people. So, one of these days.
2: But you said sometimes if he's like changing a light bulb up on a ladder, he'll just pull his dick out and make you suck it, right?
0: No, I'll just pull his dick out
1: and suck it.
2: Oh, okay. I like that. I also like Chipotle bathrooms. That's fun.
0: <gasps> oh, I've never really. Like, She's I'll have fun. extra guac and then my bathroom only concern key. is that <laughs> someone on the other side of the door isn't going to be polite enough to wait like the five minutes for a rushed fuck. Cause, like, for me, if you're in the bathroom for too long, I'm banging. I'm banging on the door. You know what I mean? I would be banging the door. Yelling well, to Well, bang- they
1: would be banging. So, yeah. you know, there it is. Yes. All right. Well, let's well, wrap up. This has been lovely. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for
1: being here, Laganja. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at Laganja Astranja, except for TikTok, because I was late to the game. So I'm the only Laganja Astranja on TikTok.
0: Who's Laganja Astranja oh,
1: on TikTok? So 12 no year old? one. It's no one. Oh, they just snatched the name. They just snatched the name from the doll.
0: Rude. Give there's her gotta, a name. There's got to be something that you could do about that because TikTok sponsored DragCon, so there's already a connection between World of Wonder and TikTok. Now you're yeah. friends with them. Now, if I feel anyone's like you listening really... who
2: works at TikTok, give Laganja her name. Give her right. a name.
1: I worked so her hard her to bag. have all social media platforms be the same. Okay. It's, a, it's 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 a unique name. No one really needs that but me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But they tried it. They tried it. They and it's fine. It. I still got my blue check with the only Laganja Stronger. Yes,
0: okay. bitch.
2: And where can people buy your merch? You can buy all my
1: merch at LaganjaStronger.com. See, I kept it easy. It's all the same everywhere you go. And definitely, yeah, check out my merch. It's super cool. I'm so proud of it. We put out new lines every month. Not every <laughs> Everything is just with my face. We are really trying to push it into a lifestyle brand for sexy stoners. So, yeah, if you like cannabis,
2: go check it out. I do
0: like cannabis, and I do love you. Well, Well, thank
2: you. I have one more question about a product. Just one more. If you were to recommend a cannabis-assistive product to the listeners, what would you recommend? Like an infuser or a certain type of bong or like a lighter? Like, what is your like obsession in the cannabis industry right now? That's
1: true. Well,
2: mama, too many people pay me to
1: answer this question. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah, so I, I, I got to say a couple brands here. Okay, uh, okay, okay. The, but the real truth is everyone I work with, I actually genuinely use and love. My two favorites right now are the Aura Rig by Candy Pins. I love it. I'm so sick of the blowtorch and the temperature dabs mm-hmm. and the cleaning of this. It's too much for me. So I love electric rigs. Candy Pins makes a great one. If you use my code LAGANJA25, you literally get 25% off of the $300 oh. piece, which is like an amazing amount to get off of something yeah. like that. Um, and then my other super favorite obsession right now is the Levo Oil Um infuser Uh, so basically I want one of those so bad I'm doing a giveaway right now on my Instagram go and enter it Um, But they are, they are amazing. And basically they have, you know, scientifically figured out how to infuse most products that you would want by either making a butter or an oil and doing all of the work for you. So I genuinely just love the machine. I love infused foods. And now, like I said, I don't have to do anything. I just put the weed in the machine, click go, and it does it for me. So (gasps) It's pretty damn amazing. It's a
0: really cool machine. That's I incredible. I want so bad. Yeah, and you like, can mix it with, like, any oil. You can, you can mix do any herb oil. oil. butter,
1: all kinds of things. I've done medicated quesadillas, medicated mac and cheese. I mean, anything with cheese, usually. I did queso first, <laughs> you
2: know.
0: <laughs> que- queso was your first go. You it was my first go. Much?
2: I made queso, and it was turn. We got so lit. Oh, my lit. God. I love that. Well, listen – Proud member of the queso club, Laganja Estranja. Yeah. We just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so today. much. And of for all course. of you out there, thank you for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You, you can send can us send an email sh- to
0: sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call with your fuck talk story to 21336.
1: And nine, one, one, they can catch you. Oh, sorry, oh. that's a long number. Shit. Well, it's a, a normal phone number. It's a normal phone number. It's
2: okay. The same number. I thought
1: like there was a lot of numbers in that number,
2: girl. <laughs>
1: I was just gonna say, meatball. <laughs> we have to tell people they're gonna see us. This. Uh, October together on the Heel of Hells tour. Yes!
0: yes. If you in How fun UK? is in the I'm very excited. It's going to be so fun. I've never fun. got to travel with you. I think we're going to get into so much trouble. I'm low-key really I'm looking forward to, to it. a lot of time high on that bus where the other girls are, are like, can y'all do something? And we're just we going to be loud. Bring side we're, back out. We're going to be nuts. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, so if you are in the UK, um, get your tickets to the Heels of Hell tour.
1: Uh there's an it starts at the very beginning of October but 13th think, of October and goes yeah. to the 31st. Exact. Oh, I'm excited, bitch. I'm I've already started working on the looks and the mixes. Me too. But, but I was
0: nervous cuz there was a minute there where I was like is this tour going to happen? I know, is trust this me. This tour going to happen. But then so now that it's happening I'm like, okay, it's all been purchased, it's
1: all ready to go. I'm excited, girl. I think I I'll I be wearing
2: wait. a severe bob so we can <gasps> be twins. Ooh. Uh if you, wanna, if you Jesse Jesse wanna... J's from the UK okay uh. just be done now <laughs> just you, be okay. done me
0: follow bro. us on Instagram Big Dipper Jelly Spices <laughs> Meal or Fat Jack on Twitter and don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday thank
2: you goodbye okay Micro Machines
1: wow she was like a bitter I'm taking 50-50-50 over here 50 over here, here. <laughs> doodle-a-do-do forever
2: dog oh. oh.
0: To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever
2: Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper
0: and mepa Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt.
2: Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.